0: much for being in the goddamn room with us as you can see we're in legends martial arts in briarcliff new york with the one and only trinidad man White. thank you for stopping by brother thank you so That's much it. for being here man appreciate it bro. this is the actual first official episode of the podcast hell yeah man so this is the one where i finally get to interview someone instead of people just hearing my voice oh i appreciate you having me as the first guy man really do thank you brother thank you <laughs> so i wanted to go over a few questions with you um and i do have a rule it's called pass that cup if there's a question you're not comfortable answering grab one of these cups Move it. I don't care where you want to set it. Just move it a little bit, so I know. Shut up! Don't ask me. <laughs> well, there are a few things that that I'm uncomfortable talking about. Man. I know. So I I it's, it a, it's uh, it yeah. because when people decide to be vulnerable, that's like a privilege you're getting to see them be vulnerable. Yeah. And you know, you're also a Hudson Valley CBD athlete. You know, yeah. I want to make yeah. sure we protect the brand, yeah. as you know. Um, but I will not show when you pass the cup. I will actually show the opposite, which is when you do decide to show the cup, so that they can see, yeah. hey, this is how brave the guy is. He decided yeah. to actually talk about it. Yeah. Didn't have to. Well,
1: also, too, bro, right? I'm a vulnerable guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right? Well, I'm, a, I'm a vulnerable guy, man. I wear them all out my sleeve. And the greatest person is all time. Exactly. Bro, you know, so could exactly. be so exactly. the unicorn meeting your baby's me own.
0: Exactly, no, man. You know what I'm You could be a striker, right? I got you, I got you. All right, all right. with that in mind, I did ask you, So I wanted to ask you for a long time. It's been on my mind. How did you come up with the nickname Trinidad, like where did that come from? Um. So a while back,
1: right, so I used to, I, I used to hang out a bunch of dudes that were older than me, right, that's, uh, they were my brothers, right? my first tattoo on my chest is family, a guy when I was 14, right, I hung out with these cats that were like in their early 20s, mid 20s, right, when I was like 13, 14, right, and um, I was always taking care of them, right, they were taking care of me, teach, we, they, they taught me how to fight, like, we'd shoot the ones, do a little slap box and stuff like that, they'd rent out hotels and have parties and invite me, I was baby Dan, right. <laughs> And um, Trinidad came to be because you know I was they were taking care of me, so I wanted to take care of them, right? And so I would always be going to the bodega, getting 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 food and stuff like that at two, three in the morning for them, like a, like a man of the people type of deal. Because Trinidad is a melting pot, pl- a melting pot, right? There's there's uh, uh, one of my uh, one of my affiliates, he's a client of mine. He's Chinese. He's Trinidadian, right? Right? There's 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 not like a a depiction of of color or race or anything right. like that right and so a man of the people is sort of where it came to be where i just wanted to take care of people right and that's how i really lived my life that's why i became a self-defense instructor right that's why i work with children with autism teaching them their capabilities right so it's 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 how the the whole thing came to be was just you know not putting a label or a depiction on anyone just seeing people for being people and wanting everyone to grow together right and being a part of that growth
0: you know i didn't know no, i didn't know it for years i was like you know i've been trained with the guy for years i still don't
1: know now that's a joke back in the day we used to mess with people and i used to tell people oh yeah yeah my uh my mother was uh was a missionary in trinidad Right. <laughs> Tell people that. i messing people with that. Give them a little. Give them a. Uh, give, uh, give them a. Give them a little uh, alternative
0: fact. Is what my friends call it. Right? No, just sure messing it them. Like, but now the real story is what I just told you today, Yeah. I like that. That's yeah. dope. An alternative fact. You might have to coin the phrase. Yeah. Alternative, fact. alternative yeah. fact. All right. So if my second question is. um, You know, I've known you for a while. You're always smiling. You're always in a good mood. I've seen you dancing and singing in your car most of the time. Everybody following Instagram. Let I me mean, text. But i think
1: i've seen you mostly on instagram you're always singing in the car i was having a good day which is really dope but how did you, you become a fighter uh, um so got into martial arts really early, right black belt in american karate really early black belt in japanese jiu-jitsu really early straight, started training krav maga in self-defense when i was 15. uh it's because i was always bullied uh i was uh i was the kid who didn't have any friends uh i, I love the japanese culture obsessive japanese culture because growing up my only friends were the foreign exchange students from Japan, wow. right? Um, a little fun fact, right? Uh, recently, one of my best friends growing up was Kid Motoki, right? We were best friends growing up, basically lived at this household, right? That's why when you come into my house, shoes are off at the door, right? Some of my friends, we come over once once a week or every other week. We eat together, right? Stuff like that. Together, shoes off. And Matoki moved back to Japan when he was... Uh, Fourth grade, right? He reached out to me, and before my last fight, he came to New York on his honeymoon. He got married, he reached out to me, and wanted to spend time with me and have him show, have me show him around New York. And so, just just a lot of gratitude in, in that in that moment to, to 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 have that experience with him. But I got bullied a lot. I didn't have friends, you know, and so. I wanted to be able to uphold myself. And so I got into a bunch of street fights. Right? I was a scrappy kid. I was hanging out with the wrong people, right? Those guys that were in their early 20s, they were great guys, but they were they were never really leaving the block that they were from, right? And they told me how to fight, told me how to scrap. And I thought I could until I stepped into a Muay Thai gym class, right? And I realized all that fighting that I thought I knew, no way. And so it just came to be that, Wanted to train myself. Wanted to have discipline in myself, right? And um, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to, uh, to, to have that 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 power and that confidence in myself to know that, you know, even if these guys are gonna mess with me, I'm gonna make them regret messing with me. But even before I started training officially, I I would mess with guys. You know, I'm a very cerebral fighter. When I was getting in street fights, even if I had the crap kicked out of me, right, I'd be on the floor getting bloodied up, and I'd be on the floor going, I'd laugh. I'd be like, yo, you, you got pillow hands. Right? Your hands are soft. <laughs> right, so I knew that when afterwards, even if he beat me up, he'd go home at night, right, and he'd be looking at his hands all bruised and bloodied from beating me up, and he'd be thinking he was laughing when I was hitting him, and he was calling my hands soft, and my hands kind of hurt. Right? And so in my head, I knew that I won that fight. Because I'm messing. Because he's going to bed thinking, Wow, what's that guy? Like? Right. Yeah, what the hell? Did you yeah, exactly. Think? I was winning. I, was yeah. winning. I thought yeah, I was winning. I thought I was winning. And that's the real fight. The real fight isn't the physicality. Yeah. The fight is here, whether it's with somebody else or with yourself.
0: Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. I feel that. But I was always wondering, like, how did Dan end up fighting of all things? He's so like funny and just has a good time and everything. Yeah. So we never gets that.
1: Yeah, the trials and tribulations, man. Um, the reason I'm very, you know, flamboyant, loving, all that, is because to uh, to to live your life in a lot of light you have to touch a lot of darkness. And uh, that, was, that was the majority of my life. Um, very true, my upbringing, very troubled, uh, I've dealt with um, mental health disorders that I've now been able to really, really navigate very well um, through these practices. And that's why I lived my life in this positivity because I had such negativity in me and such bad habits and, and a bad environment, which to this day is a part of me, right? Yeah. And that's what you see when I fight. That look in my eye when I get hit, you know, everybody knows that I don't really start fighting until I get hit. Uh, it's playtime. and all of a sudden when I get hit the right way, my eyes get all wide and all my friends love it. They go, old, old crazy eyes comes out. That's that piece of me. That's that darkness that I had to live through that I had to deal with. Right? I, got bi- I got bipolar depression and it used to cripple me. Right? But I looked at it in its face a while back and I made an agreement with them. I said, you're not gonna control my life. I'm gonna sign a contract every few months and you get to come out. Right? And until then, I'm going to live my life with light and joy and happiness, spread that to others, right? And when that darkness needs to come out, it's going to do it in a ring with another man who signed an agreement to do that. And you could do whatever the hell you want. And it's almost like a superpower that I have. Right? It's like, I, as the rounds progress and I get beat up more, I get stronger, right? I get faster. Everybody's seen that in my fights. And man, I'm blessed to have uh, that acknowledgement and that, and that capability. Right.
0: That's dope. Okay. I've always wondered that too. So, I've right. And now that you mentioned your mental health is a big thing and now people are There's a platform now where you can say, hey, you know, I deal with this, I deal with this, and it's not easy to deal with. Anyone that, that deals with it, is, it's not going to take them to walk apart. But it's something that gives you that little, that little extra. I, I choose
1: to, to, to use the terminology of navigate, right? I navigate my mental health, right? Some people I suffer with mental health, I struggle with mental health. It's like, nah, man. I have a severe anxiety disorder and bipolar depression. Right? I never went out to the bars hanging out. If people invite me to go hang out at a bar, right? I'll stand in the corner and count the tiles on the floor, right? I've got a sensory disorder, lights and sounds, right? They mess me up, man. But, but I've learned through my trials and tribulations how to navigate what I have and how to optimize what I have. Right. And um, it's something I definitely uh, want to spread awareness of and, and be very vocal of to help others with that.
0: That's dope. My man with the cause behind the people. Already so good so far. I wanted to ask you, um, if you've gotten to fight in different role sets, you did the Muay Thai K1, uh-huh. and you did the one MMA fight, do you ever think you'd go back to competing in MMA at least at some point?
1: Um, MMA was crazy, right? Because um, right? I'm a self-defense practitioner, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not an, uh, you know. I got into this to defend myself. Right. I'm not an offensive guy. And you see, my striking style is very unique. Right, it's, it's based solely off of what my opposition is doing and anticipating to doing me. Right? And um, I, I see myself as a martial artist. Right, And when I compete Muay Thai, I love performing my art. You know, you look at any of my posts, I never say that I got to fight. I say, catch me at my dance, Beb, do the dance again. Right. It's art. When I did MMA, man, that was a wild ride. Right having Greg murder Amelia in my corner, Adam baum Colorado, Eugene, Eugene the Genius McDonald, having my guys there with me, and I had gone through so much mental trauma like get in that fight camp, and they all knew that, and to be dropped in the first 30 seconds of the fight, And turn it around and end up getting the first ever TKO doctor stoppage in an MMA fight in a casino in New York was crazy, crazy, and the the feeling of it. And I definitely, I definitely want to see myself having a couple more MMA fights, right, for the rush and the craziness of it, because I love that. Right? I love a scrap, right? I love, I love a scrap. Right? That's what legends is all about. Good scrap, right? Win or lose, right? We don't care if you win. We don't care if you lose. You trying to scrap, right? We're, we're here for that. That's what Legends is all about. You know, that's what my big brother Adam is all about. Um, I see myself doing a little bit more MMA, but um, but Muay Thai is going to be the focus for a little bit. Uh, I've got a fight in Tulum that I'm planning on doing in November. I've got to get to Thailand eventually after that, you know, just for me. Right? Not for the professional career record or anything like that, but for you know, to, to, to say that I did that and really to, to go out as a martial artist, you're doing it to find the guy who's going to train better than you who has the skill set better than you that's who you're looking to find that's right. what I'm, so once the, once that's accomplished yeah back into mma for sure i got to touch up my jujitsu though adam and mike will,
0: will be damn sure of that you know so yeah. but definitely i want to get back into an mma fight at some point okay i did think about that too it was like you know he's got a 72 record he's been doing amazing your last fight in april was I want to use the word barn burner because it was fun it was fun to watch and you guys were swinging with everything at them and and you kind of threw the balls to the wall it was almost like uh, you know that WWE wrestling phrase like you know uh, what is it swinging it like it's at the batting cages just Mm kind of going for it it was fun to watch it was incredible and and sometimes a little nerve wracking I think and I don't know if it's just me but I, I I tend to feel more nervous watching my teammates compete than anything else. Mm. Like, it'll make me shake up a yeah. little bit. I'll start to, i get the shakes just watching yeah. them fight because, you know, you can't do anything <laughs> and you have to watch and, you, you know, however it ends up, you know how it's going to end. But, you know, the, in the end of the day, too, it's like, you know, that's,
1: the, that's, that's it's, it's an approach to look at it like that, but there's also, you know, you see me every time I get hit. Big smile on my face. I drop my hand, shake it off, man. One of my fights, we actually, the ref actually had to stop the fight momentarily for Friday night fights because I just kept getting popped off on this guy's jab. And I just kept high-fiving him. I stood back out of range. I was like, man, that jab is good, bro. High-fiving him. Right? <laughs> uh you know, it's uh, for some reason, I, I just react differently to, to, to being hit. Um, I look at it rather than aggressively and angrily like ah i look at it in the sense of like damn you caught me bro right that's when you when you love to just scrap right you want to fight for the sake of fighting right you respect what the other guy is doing
0: right that makes the most sense that makes the most sense um you were just saying it now you're going to mexico in november Mm -hmm. i believe you're going soon to go train Yep. yep and that's tulum mexico right yeah tulum muay thai Wonderful. So you train here at Legends. I've seen that you train at Gleason's, which is a badass gym. By yeah, way. No, no, I
1: don't, I don't train there. I'm one of the coaches. There. I'm a specialized coach there.
0: Specialized in the coaching area for the sub-defense training, right? Yeah, as I well as Muay Thai
1: from. training. Um, so Gleason's, oldest boxing gym in the country, world-renowned. You know, f- f- hundreds of world champions have come out of that gym. And the knowledge that you get in the boxing aspect there, I'm very blessed to to, uh, to be a part of that. And uh, shout-out to Bruce owner of, of Gleason's, as well as Norm Steiner, right? Love you, brother, who got me into there. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm viewed as a specialized instructor because, you know, as great as all these boxing coaches are, their forte is two hands and footwork, right? Right. And with my resume, and my background, my experience, if somebody needs kickboxing, Muay Thai,
0: self-defense, jiu-jitsu, right, or just the full spectrum of it all, that's when they call on me. That that makes the most sense. And I did not want to know because I've been like I see him always posting up in Gleason. Gleason's this is one hell of a gym, mm-hmm. you know. Especially boxing fanatics that know that the, know the sport well, they'll, they'll go Gleason. Is your at Gleason's? That's yeah. wild. Wow, yeah, that's a real serious team. That's not a place that you know people go around and to play too much over there. Yeah, which is dope. So you get to do that. You have legends, and I've seen that you go to other gyms, you know, to get some sparring because everyone kind of does. Mm. But you'll go there, and it's like it's like it's your backyard. It's like you're around your friends again, chilling on the backyard, having a good time. Um, most people don't go where they're celebrated, not where they're tolerated, and you never seem to have that issue. You just go to you know, jungle, or you go to animals, or you go to another gym, and I just see you having a great time. Everyone seems to be having a good time with you, sparring, training. How do you manage to just go in there and just have a good time, even though it's not your backyard particularly, it's not legends, but you just seem to, to mesh with everyone really well and have a good time still?
1: Um, because I, I, I embody myself in what I'm doing. I'm a martial artist, right? Um, I respect hard work. Right. I respect technique. Right. And when you go into an establishment and you leave your pride and your ego at the door and you go in there for the sake of what that facility is for, which is the betterment of each other through martial arts. Right. Um, You go in there with that mentality and all of a sudden you get rocked in sparring and rather than being aggressive and going after the guy like crazy, you smile and you go that was dope bro, right? And you pick up that pace and you out, you try to out technique him and you start playing that chess match and then everybody around the room starts seeing "Oh, wow, a crazy guy in the pink shorts with the cornrows he's got some technique on him right? right? Oh damn, he took a good shot there. That was a hard shot from one of our best fighters. And he's still standing and he's laughing at it, right? and Making it fun. You know if you're making it fun and and, and and you know before in this, bro, you're you're in this for a reason. You're a fighter for a reason, right? And so when you got a guy in front of you who respects the fact that you're doing this, right? And when you lay a good shot on him, he goes, "Touché," right? Job well done, right? You for some it seems you just sort of instantaneously gain that respect. Right. And whenever I go to these places, my head is down and my mouth is shut, right? My ears are open. I'm very grateful just to be in this place, right? I'm grateful for the fact the door was open to me. And when I show and express that gratitude with that humble respect, and then show my capabilities. That's led to all of these, you know, places and establishments allowing me to to call them home, right? And, uh, you know, Another one as well is uh, Satan, right? Huge shout out to Satan, right? The owner Aziz, my brother Jay An, right? Thank you guys for taking me in recently, right? And um, and seeing my capabilities and having trust and faith in me. Right. right, I'm looking forward to representing you guys soon one day. Um, earning my stripes with you guys at Satan.
0: So big shout out there, right? That's dope, that's dope. Yeah, I did see the Satan stuff training as well. I saw that, you know, um, Teddy Drellis, Machado, excuse me, she's Drellis Machado now. Yep. and. Our uh, with felipe amazing striking by the way great great training that they do um even up in, and taekwondo mm. then they go to satan and it seems like it just sharpened the skills and like you said you go to those places you accept what's being given to you you say thank you so much mm. keep your head down keep your ears open because you can't talk and listen at the same time and then at the same time it also allows you to like really be in the moment and have that mindfulness which mm. is difficult it's difficult to do um especially if you're like in a new environment i've never been there before i'll have like a Sensory overload. Yeah, that sensory overload kind of happens. I'll walk in there and I'll go, oh, crap, what the hell am I doing here? But then, you know what? It's like you said, if you take it with a grain of salt and you just enjoy the process, it's mm-hmm. like you're having a fun ride. It's a good yep. time with your friends. Yep. Um, so you have the Hudson Valley CBD sponsorship, mm-hmm. which, you, you know, you definitely stand behind. It is one of those great companies. Yep. Um, and I did think about the fact that being a sponsored athlete kind of has, like, a lot of responsibility mm-hmm. for the fight that's coming up. It's like, man, I want sponsorship. Can you kind of talk about, hey, this is kind of the process when you first get it, and that this is the process to maintain it. And you've been with them for a
1: while, man. Yeah, as well as um, Warrior style. Warrior style, yeah, right? Shot some, shot My big brother Khaled, Warrior style, right? Amazing man, amazing martial artist, and uh, and a true brother of mine that saw my skill set and my talent and my passion, respected it, and reached out to have, uh, to to have me. Be the first athlete to ever design my own shorts right the trinidad costumes with the leopard print the black on white with the pink on leopard print as well um one of his highest selling shorts ever which was my design which is the first athlete to design thank you for giving me that platform to express myself and do that love you man um but as far as sponsorships right it's just it's just a matter of of putting your work in right doing that shadow work being that guy behind the scenes that's drilling i'm at the grocery store bro and i push my cart ahead and i'm shadowing right i'm doing footwork and i'm moving right people looking at me like i'm a psychopath right i don't give a fuck right i'm practicing my art i'm practicing my passion and i'm expressing myself to the fullest with a total disregard of what anybody's opinion might be because i know that i'm doing that bettering myself in every moment right Taking that time in the morning, right? I got 5 a.m. clients here at Legends that I do one-on-ones with. I wake up at 3.45 in the morning. I do 30 minutes of meditation, right, with some cacao tea, right, and put myself in the mental mind frame of what I'm going to do. I stretch and do some light shadow boxing at my place before I even get here. right. Putting in all that work, making all of this second nature, being ready without having to get ready, right? so when you are in the ring and the lights are on you and people are looking you're at your fullest point and you're comfortable there and it, when it's that way those sponsorships come right and you express again that gratitude thank you for 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 wanting to to let me represent you and, and us grow together right and you know and also believing in a product that are uh, believing in a team that 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 you stand by, right? Hudson Valley CBD, they're family. Right? My, they've they've gone above and beyond for. Products to recover and recuperate, but not just be. But like for my grandmother and from my family, right? Everybody knows that my grandmother is the love of my life. Uh, I moved into the apartment build uh, apartment down the hall from her to take care of her, right? She's the real fighter. She's four zero against cancer, right? She's undefeated, undefeated champ of the world, right? And when she's needed, these products, Hudson Valley CBD, has overnighted them to her, right? So when you're with a sponsorship, first and foremost, you're, you're you want to make sure that you're going to be sponsored by product that you believe in as well as a team that you believe in. And that's why it's, it's, it's Hudson Valley fam, right? We're, we're, we're a family there. You know, it's, it's, it's almost second nature to, to promote that product because it's something that you believe in and it's people that believe in you and you believe in them. So the process of it, put your work in shine bright. Those things will come to you naturally. And once they do be grateful, be humble and express it and, and, and express yourself in that product the better.
0: Guys that are starting the game, they're like, hey, I kind of want to do this thing, but like, there's no security, like, I don't know what to do with it. And there's a lot of questions that I think a lot of fighters also don't ask. That, that You know, it, it doesn't infuriate me because, you know, we know a lot of fighters and all these guys have their shit together to understand what they're doing. But I've been to teams in Florida and other states that I've sat with them and I'm like, oh, well, you know, who you have as a sponsor? Why did you choose that sponsor? When did they come up to you? Uh, what, what's the contract like for you? What, they don't know. They don't have a clue in the world. They just know that the coach puts the sh- stuff on them, puts their, their shit on, and they like, here, put this on at the press conference. Good luck. And it's like, I'm sorry. I could never do that if I don't know, A, what I'm selling, or B, who I'm selling to. Why would I ever sign up for that? And if you're doing a sponsorship, like you said, it's a relationship built on trust. Absolutely. You know, I think every fighter that I've seen at the highest levels, though, you know, they'll be like, oh, shout out to my agent from so-and-so. This guy has taken care of me. He gets my mm-hmm. gear on time. When I'm upset about something, he goes and fixes it for me. And yep. he's like, you know, maybe I'm being a little bitch because I'm cutting weight. But still helps me. Still gives to me to that point Absolutely. where I need to be on fight night. And also, shout out to Grandma. Grandma 4-0, Undisputed, Undefeated. Mm-hmm. K.K. and screaming, baby. 84 years young, living her best life, bro. I'm talking about she's yeah. kicking Kansas' ass. Yep. So we're, we're in a, you know, that's pretty dope to have grandma like that. And to see the Hudson Valley CBD, your sponsor is like, we care about her enough to make mm-hmm. sure we overnight it. We get it to her. She needs yep. that. We got to take care of it. Um. So I think that's dope. And then one of the last questions I really wanted to give you as far as your career. Right now, I know the kickboxing is something you want to do. You stated that MMA is something you, you want to do. Boy tie, But lay my last. i like, Hey. I'm so sorry.
1: Right. Oh, man, again, again, shout out to, to Ricky at Regoro Gym, begging me to go Dutch style for a very long time. ba bang right? Trying to get me to be that Dutch kickboxer you want me to be, but Muay Thai is my true passion. Got yeah. It. I yeah. mean,
0: repeat myself. Yeah. yeah. We're doing the Muay Thai route. This is the route that you've chosen. You think about doing MMA sometime down the line, mm-hmm. and then, of course, you know, grappling kind of comes as you... I, I feel like grappling right now, because of where it is, it's so boss right now. It's fun. And have a blast with it but it's like it's still what i'm seeing a lot is a lot of the mma fighters that are done fighting like they just can't take the hammering anymore they go into bjj they go into other grappling sports and not to say that those grappling sports aren't tough it's just a little easier on the body than taking a punch to the head a hundred times ah, yeah, no, 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 way. no way
1: no way no nah, no nah, man you don't they know you sure. got three <laughs> of an inch of skull here right, right. um true grappling elite level grappling yeah adam adam's level of grappling mike thriller DeVilla's level of grappling uh nick risky business that level grappling oh man i don't want no part of that bro striking striking's a cakewalk bro you got muay thai fighters from thailand 300 fights they're walking around fresh as a daisy still because if you're doing it the correct way right you're absorbing impact in a way that is tolerable in a way that your body could recover legit elite level grappling man that's tough It takes balls Yeah, that's 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 pushing yourself to a serious limit. Am I going to tap or am I going to break? right. Striking is real simple. You leave an opening, you wake up and the lights are on you. (laughs) Grappling, you sitting there making a choice You make a choice right there. Am I going to run out of oxygen or am I going to tap out? Right. Or am I going to find a way to navigate and reverse this position? Right? Right. So you have these choices in mind. You make those choices. In striking, not necessarily you make that choice. You leave that gap. And he takes advantage of that opportunity. You wake up. That's it. You lost. In jujitsu, you have the options. I could break. I could tap. I could take a fucking breath and know that I trained for this. And I could reverse this. And I can make him pay for it even getting me in this position and that's why i look forward to pursuing my jujitsu career once my muay thai is you know settled a bit because the styles that legends of martial arts have between risky mike and adam is it's you can't compare it to anyone else and i'm very much looking forward to, to absorbing that knowledge and wisdom that those guys have because at that level, when those guys want to go in on it, right? When they dap up and they say, yo, we're, we're going live, right? Man, that shit's beautiful to watch. Uh, that is really gorgeous. And that's that, that savagery at the same time, 100%. Yeah, yeah. It's just that jiu yeah, yeah. It's just
0: that jiu the art the, the beautiful art. You gotta watch it go as it goes. Exactly. You know, you were the first striker I was spoken to him about jiu that. Or grappling I'll go, well no, nah, that stuff is definitely easier. So I, I didn't know how you were gonna respond to that question, but that's a good one. You actually give it the respect and I, I appreciate that one. But, yeah. but you've got the Muay Thai, and you definitely have the respect for grappling. I've seen your BJJ, it's pretty it's actually pretty really beautiful, considering. Mm-hmm. You know? You specialize right now in striking game, but you do have a great ground game, which I've been walking around about for a long time. So they see somebody's like ass. And they're like, oh, wait a minute, he does have ground. Uh-huh. I like to have surprises. Right, yeah. and like that's the thing. I yeah. think in the first uh, fight that you had, when you did that MMA match, I think the other guy was shocked he couldn't take you down because I saw him like scrambling for his life at some point. Oh yeah, he also, also, also,
1: too, man. Uh, like after the first round, the doctor checked in on him. He blatantly had a concussion after the first round, and so all that all he wanted to do was try and hug me. Because he hit me with his best shot, dropped me on the ground, ground and pounded me. I got butterfly hooks in, hit the reversal, had a guillotine, and decided, nah, I'm just going to knock you out, right? (laughs) Stood his ass up, right? And I got to experience something that is a dangerous, dangerous feeling, looking at another man and knowing that he is in pure, pure fear, right? And just... Having that confidence and piecing him up right I dropped him like three times didn't even get on top dropped him like three times in the final was just like Mm-mm, get on up and that's why all he wanted to do was just try and hug and it was it, it was it was you know, no disrespect but you know he he was he was messed up at that point I tagged him up, pieced him up right and the shots that he were taking to to on these takedowns were comical right. Distance wasn't there, not even dropping in, not even cutting an angle on it, not setting it up with a high-low or a level change. He was concussed. He was hurt, and it was just apparent, blatantly apparent, that all he could do was try and hug. Right. right? Simple face push him up, beat him up, reset, and did that until the doctor stopped it.
0: That was an amazing thing to see. I watched it. Uh, I think it's New York Fight Exchange was the card. New York Fight
1: Exchange, 16, King of Kings. First ever MMA event in a New York City casino. Really good. Dope.
0: And it was dope. I watched the fight and I was like, damn, this dude just pieced him up. He touched him. And then I was thinking about the fact that you do have a karate background. Would something in the future like a karate combat be something you'd be interested in doing?
1: Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, I talked about that with my manager, James Guccione. Um, we were discussing that. Um, definitely something that that, that that appeals to me. Yeah, there's there's not really a restriction on where I want to go with my career. I want to scrap for the sake of scrapping and I want to do it in different rule sets a hundred percent. And... and uh, As well as the fact that, you know, karate combat, you've got Boss Root and GSP, you know, running that game. And, you know, that's some of the some of the elite level guys that I've based a lot of my movement and my careers on or or my my career on is is, is a lot of their stylistic you know, stuff. Um, You know, looking at Boss as well. Right. Boss, exactly like me. Right. Kickboxing and striking background, but as well as self-defense with a karate background. Literally exactly like my resume, except his is just far more experienced and better. But you know, being in that environment, it's hundred percent something I want to get into. And also, bro, I'm fucking I'm I'm a sucker for Jean-Claude Van Damme and you're telling me you got inverted, you know, the inverted the uh Mats that they have as they're like all my yeah, bro. Like it's cool bloods so yeah, more, blood bro. I was literally cool with <laughs> uh, that.
0: Yeah, that gets me going, bro, 100. percent Yeah, I watched the event last night. Um it was in my country, the Dominican Republic. Hmm. A lot of my fellow Dominicans won. Um Maximo Nunez, shout out to my man Apex. Really cool, really dope dude, really cool person. Watching these guys compete, and I was like, damn, you know it would be really fun to watch this with? <laughs> Why don't we get Trinidad down right in there? Let's see what Coach Dan does. If Coach Dan decides to have a fun little flurry or, you know, I haven't seen anybody try like a Showtime kick or something. I'm like, Mm. I'm waiting for somebody to do it. So eventually, just to see if it happens, I don't know if it's in the rule set. The rule set is very different, but I do like it. It is a great rule set, it works Mm -hmm. really well. Um, so I was like, you know, what if Coach Dan decided to do? It? And I'm happy you're, like, open to it at the very least. Yeah, it's
1: something, dude, yeah. it was already discussed between me and uh, me and my manager, uh, Gooch, it, it's something that definitely could, definitely
0: could be a possibility in the future. Absolutely. That's yeah. dope to hear. Uh, my last question from this section, going to finish off this seg. Um, um, you've been competing for how many years now? Uh, first fight when I was 17 or 18. Right. Yeah. So you've been competing for a while it's yeah. it's coming up close yeah. to that and
1: also team March. before that right karate competitions jiu-jitsu competitions growing up you know, i was doing traditional martial arts stuff like that so yeah competition for a long time
0: right been competing you've been doing amazing stuff i watch your fights and i'm always like entertained because you're charismatic too that's another thing you're having fun when you're walking to the to the ring or mm-hmm. the cage i've always seen you smiling dancing talking to the crowd getting them alive um, and then, like you said, now it's Tulum, then potentially Thailand, because that's, that's the, the move that everyone wants to make. We all want to go to Thailand. If you want to become, you know, the highest level authority on that striking sport, that's the most beautiful place to learn it Why not go back to the country where its origin is. Um, but you have all these different things that you want to do, and you definitely have a structure of, hey, I want to try this, I want to try this, I'm down to do this. Um, when you're finished, when it's over, how do you want people to remember Trinidad Dan White? Hmm. It'll take a while. We're going to edit it. Yeah. so <laughs> Iconic. Iconic. Damn. Yeah. On the Jaden Smith, just an icon living. That's, yeah. the, that's the goal. That's it. I, I like that. I fucks with that. All right, Coach Dan, I'm going to pull my phone out. I'm going to get a timer. We're going to do a quick lightning round. It's seven questions. I'm going to let you know pretty much the emphasis or the basis of it. All you're going to do is come up with the first answer that comes out. I'm going to time it because I'm going to do this with every single person after you. We're going to see where everybody ranks after the fact. Cool. I like it. All right, solid. Let's get it. Oh, man. All right, let's get the timer. All right, so it's seven questions. It's rapid fire, the best you can do. No one's going to sit there and say anything bad about it. Okay. And I'm going to ask the first question, and then I'll start the timer. Yes, sir. Would you rather go to the concert at MSG or downstairs at the Hulu Stadium? Um, My
1: sister worked at Madison Square Garden for nine years. I only went in the box suites there for nine years. Really? Yeah. Um, So either way, good ass time. If you're in a box suite, it's phenomenal. It's even better when you're getting it for free because your sister's the plug. Even better than that is having your sister be the plug and you get four or five tickets as well and bringing every one of your homies in. So it doesn't matter if I'm up top or down low, I'm having fun and I'm bringing my friends to the, to the show as well. That's dope. kiss are fab. kiss are
0: fab? Aha! Deep block, deep block, deep block. Okay, I had a feeling, but I wanted to know. Come on. How some CBD products better topicals or edibles? Depends what your need is. I mean, for you. what's For what's me personally, like, like HV500. That's solve Life-changing. Okay. Would you rather win by KO via head kick or TKO to the body? Everybody loves a good head kick. I oh, had yeah. the feeling, but oh, I had yeah. to ask. Oh, yeah. I hurt him in the body, but I finish him on <laughs> top. finish it. All right. Doing a Muay Thai fight in Thailand or doing a Muay Thai fight in Mexico? One leads to the other
1: one. Muay Thai fight in Thailand, 100%, but Tulum's going to get me ready for that.
0: <laughs> I had to ask. All right. Learning... Learning Striking with Henry Hooft or Learning Striking with Ernesto Hoost? Oof! now oh, you and
1: effort, bro. Um, Ernesto Hoost, um, just because the man is iconic. And thinking back on his background, knowing his career, right? He changed his style, his stance through his career and perpetuated his growth throughout his entire career and understanding his background and understanding his full fight career if you see the changes in his fights and in his stance and in his training to become himself mr perfect right right it to 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 see his growth over the years okay last one. also side note right henry hoof i love you i appreciate every single time that you've come back come down here right and trained me chosen me to be your demo guy. Right. Um, and taking care of Gene recently as well, looking at him as an equal as a brother because Gene taught me so much of my stuff. Um, and so he deserves the respect that, 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 that is given to him now and seeing Henry view Gene as an equal is, is just an awesome thing to experience. So shouts to Gene
0: and Henry as well. Absolutely. We gotta give love to Henry. If he comes mm-hmm. to legends, he teaches we're all yeah, like little kids at the candy shop. We're so happy to have them. So thank you, Coach Hoof. Um, okay, lesser of two evils: grappling with Coach Adam or sparring with Coach Gene. Lesser of two evils. Which one would be? Which one is less less painful for you? Oh,
1: I don't want Adam's that wet blanket, yo. Gene, I love you, Gene. You got pillow hands. <laughs> Uh, Gene taught me too many of his tricks, and so I gained a little bit of confidence there. My big brother, Adam, be smoking my ass all day, right? <laughs> all right
0: so we're going to stop it at three minutes, nine seconds. That's your time. Cool. I'm going to save it so that I know I have it for you. Um, but that, that that was really the one that I wanted to know. I was like, which one's worse for him? Because for me, I have to agree, at least Eugene will, like, Coach Gene will pull back a little bit and be like, all right. You know, Adam don't gonna... give a shit. Coach Adam, Adam yeah, will take you yeah, down, yeah. he'll kick your yeah. ass. Um, And if he gets bored, he'll start flow rolling. So it's, like, the worst, because then you know, like, he's not even taking it. And then the minute you actually, like, give
1: some attempt and, like, actually, like, put something into it, and he's like, oh, no, fuck you, I'm just going to put you back in your place.
0: (laughs) Reset, good luck. I feel like I'm back in the Navy. Restart. All right, so that's everything for me. I think that's all the questions I have at this time. Um, I did want to know why you have the platform. Um, is there anything you want to tell anybody? You can use this camera if you want to stare straight at them. If you want to tell us over here, you got both. Um, just let them know, hey, this is what we have next. This is what I'm trying to do. This is who I am. And why they should watch your next fight in November. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm about, right? So- well, uh,
1: aside from my fight career, um, I have uh, a flourishing business with my athletes with autism. Right, I've got a handful of kids. On the um, spectrum of low functioning, nonverbal to high functioning, right? And it's one of my greatest joys to be able to teach those kids. Um, all of them, right? Even my nonverbal, low functioning, right? They're capable of one twos, elbows, up, slash, vertical, spin, knee strikes, up kicks. Um, some of them even the roundhouse kicks, uh, my high-level kids got leaping sidekicks, leaping knees, right? I love giving them the, uh, the confidence and the understanding that they're fully capable, right? Uh, and I'm looking to grow that program as well. It's a, it's a blessing to be able to, to share the time with those kids. I want to, down the road, eventually be able to open a facility that focuses on, on that um, or has a large program dedicated to that. Uh, moving forward right i'm looking to fight anytime anywhere any promotions that want me i'm always ready i i cut weight down and i walk around 165 i fight 135 but if i'm not at my fight weight and you want me to fight next week i'll do it whatever weight you want me to all right just give me a shout give me some love right give me a good contract and i'm ready to fight anyone anytime anywhere and i'll put on a damn good show Right, because like my big brother Adam says, I'm not the best, but I'm pretty fucking tough to beat. All right? and I'll put asses in seats at the same time. Um, so, long story short, it's Trinidad time. Tune in, check it out. Catch my boy Danny whenever you want on the podcast. Definitely follow. You know, click the like button. Do whatever that social media stuff is. I'm a caveman. I don't know too much about that. But um, I appreciate the time. Love you all. Appreciate you. My brother. Hey yo. <sighs> Legends of Martial Arts, baby. You
0: already know. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being with us in the goddamn room. We're here at Legends Martial Arts. Treat to damn white light. Stop by. <laughs> and as always, man, thank you for your time. Thank you for your patience. And thank you for your curiosity. That's the most important part for us. We we'll look forward to the next episode. Take care. Trying to get this through. Trying to get this through. <laughs> I want
1: to get with you. Relax, relax.
0: That was yeah, nice. Bro. I like hey, so, that you use the uh, the thriller. Dope. Yep, Coach Adams. Uh, I'm not the best, but I'm pretty hard to beat. beat. That yeah. shit was dope when he said it. I was like.